0: All right! All right, we are back. Hey, hey, hey! How's it going, bestie? So good, so good to be back on oh, yeah. the mic, recording again. I've got a bit of a cold, so you might hear that a little bit. We'll, we'll fight through it. We'll fight through it. Yeah, but
1: I'm super excited to be back. the season for colds, and like RSV has been just like everywhere in the world. It's like code number two. So yeah,
0: <laughs> hopefully it's not that. <laughs> No, just I think it's probably allergies, but that's where you might hear a little sniffle.
1: Yeah. So we're back from a little hiatus to take some time off, recover from all kinds of things, holiday season, and we're back to continue our season of podcasting.
0: Yeah, it's been really interesting because it kind of was like when it rains, it pours. We had some health issues. We had some... You know, just holidays. We had some just chaos in our own work if that we do. So just it's it's great to be back, but there's been a lot going on over the last couple of months.
1: Yeah. We're like launching some things and also, you know, excited to talk about more of what's happening in the world and what we are seeing, you know, as employers and employees. And I don't know, I'm like excited to get into that a little bit.
0: Yeah, and I think today it would be great if we just actually talk about like what is going on in the world and especially when it comes to work and, you know, workplaces and what it's like to be an employee and, you know, a manager right now. Yeah, and
1: like I'm getting ready to, you know, hire as well in the spring and the summer and it's been really on my mind, you know, now that I went from, being employed, corporate life for 20 years, and it's it's not my first time, you know, being an employer, but it certainly has been a long time. And it's just on my mind, you know, like reading what's happening and thinking about, you know, what kind of an employer I want to be and, you know, how would I do things different? And from being an employee and also hiring tons of people in my career, you know, we've seen the gamut of things. And so it's been like really exciting to think about what do i want to do as an employer how can i make that experience be amazing and not just it be an employer employee relationship but also can we layer in some mentorship there how, you know how can we how can we set these people up like for success for for their lives so that's been exciting and like looking at the news through that lens has been really thought provoking for me personally
0: for sure And, you know, I think the biggest topic that we see is layoffs. And we did a whole episode on layoffs, what to do if you do get laid off, as well as what to do to kind of protect yourself in case of layoff. And since then, we've seen major, major companies do massive layoffs, some of them really good. And I mean, That didn't sound Uh, right because layoffs aren't good. (laughs) I do think that there's... Necessary sometimes. Necessary. And I think there's better ways to manage things than mass layoffs. But yes, sometimes it is necessary. Yeah. But also some of the organizations handled it well, and some of them just didn't. Like, I've seen some that I, you know, I was watching some videos and some, you know, people sharing their experience where they wake up in the morning and all of a sudden have zero access to everything. And they're like, oh, they haven't even talked to me yet. But I guess that means I'm on the layoff list.
1: Yeah, that's just like such a shitty experience to go through as an employee, as someone who's contributed to the business. And You know, no matter whether it's deserving or not in terms of work performance, it's just like a really bad way to handle things. And, you know, I think everybody deserves some like due process, regardless of the circumstances. And something like that is just just really shines a light on, you know, what type of employer that is. Oh, for sure. and i think it's easy to say oh well you, you know you're better off without them anyway because like they're so shitty that might be a fact but you know job security is is a thing and to go that way is just not great
0: yeah for sure and i mean we did give some tips on what to do if you get laid off and what to do to kind of protect yourself in case of layoff but i think it's also important to kind of talk about like if you're not in that situation how can you help people who have been laid off cuz yeah. i know i've known numerous people that I see their message on LinkedIn and realize, oh, shit. So I think that the first thing that comes to mind for me is like write recommendations if you know them, you Mm -hmm. know, make introductions if you know somebody is hiring. What else would you do like to kind of support people going through a layoff?
1: Well, I recently just like make connections, right? Like that's if you've worked for any amount of time, you know, you know people. And so just making introductions, making connections for people, I think is a great, it's also something that really demonstrates that you care because it's a bit of effort, right? You have to, you know, write an email or like write a message or post something. Um, And so it shows that you really care because you're putting in that effort to do it. And I recently did a bit of that. And, I think like people are just so appreciative of that. It just makes like such a difference that even if you're going through this like horrible experience that you're not alone and that people care about you and they want to see you succeed. And I have to say, you know, I spend a bit of time on LinkedIn and this time around, or I don't know, this time last six months time around (laughs) of, you know, it's been a while since like mass layoffs have been in the news as much and like have been so public and, it's been quite heartwarming to see how people are responding, and there's just this like shift in energy and shift in like rallying and camaraderie around people that have lost their job. And you know, I see posts after posts of you know tons of comments, people commenting for reach to like help spread the message and tagging people that they know that are hiring. And it's just like those posts are getting so much fire and like behind them and getting such good reach because people are really engaging with them and they really care about like seeing people succeed. And especially if they were good, if they knew them in the past. And I just, I think that that's so, it's unlike what I've seen really in like the years before and like previously in my career, people have been not as, you know, maybe on the surface being like, Oh, like, sorry to hear that. Or, you know, good luck. Or, and this time I just feel like there's such a push and such a, such a like warm hug around that. So that's been really heartwarming for me. I really liked seeing that, but there's so many ways that you can support someone and it doesn't always have to be to like help them find another job. It can just be There to fill up some space or to just like take up space with them, you know, while they're grieving or while they're trying to sort their life out or being a friend, being someone to listen to if it's somebody that you know. And so it can be direct help in like, hey, I know about this person that's hiring or like I saw this posting I think might be great for you or writing a recommendation or providing a reference. I would say providing a reference for someone is also like such an active, like. I believe in you, like I care about you because writing references are, if you've ever had to write like a reference, especially for someone that is really good and that you really care about, like it takes, if you're doing it right, I think it does take a bit of like emotional investment and you want to, you care about what you're writing. And so, you know, I've done a few of those um, over the past few months. And I think that that's such a wonderful way to recognize um, someone in your network or somebody that you've worked with and to really like honor their contribution is by writing them like a solid reference that really shines a light on the skills that they have and that they can bring to their next amazing opportunity.
0: For sure. And I love what you said about just sometimes it's just like going and having a drink with the person and kind of giving them some, you know, hey, let's just, you know, be there for each other. The other thing that I've seen that I really love is people offering to help with some like technical job searching pieces like, hey, if you want a second eyes on your resume, yeah, if you want That's an you amazing know, way to help. yeah, if you want to help, you know build your cover letters, whatever it is, some of those pieces that maybe somebody has been in a job for so many years that they're like, I now have to redo my resume. One, if you get a professional to do it, it can be quite expensive. And when you've just faced a layoff, that might not be a priority. Mm -hmm. And two, it's overwhelming. So if you can have somebody to work on with it, that's a great way to do it.
1: Yeah, and just to be clear, like job searching is a super taxing, like full-time situation. Like I, I think people forget and you forget, like if you don't have it, if you're job searching, it can be so consuming you know, you could be applying hundreds of times and even go as far as individualizing each one of those applications and sometimes have crickets for weeks or months. And it can be quite taxing and it can really sometimes make you like start questioning like your self-worth or your skill set, which is like when it's not really, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with that. So it can be like the long
0: haul. For sure. For sure. So check out episode six, because there's some great tips in there. And you know, our good energy, you know, our best wishes are going out to y'all out there who've had to go through this because it's not a great thing. And I've unfortunately had to be on the other side where I had to, you know, be involved in some layoffs and it's not a good time for anybody.
1: Yeah. No, I have had to lay people off and I have been laid off and it's not great. It could be great if that's how you planned it, but if you didn't plan it that way, it can feel really jarring. So, yeah. check it out. We've
0: got some like tips and tricks there. Yeah. The other thing and it kind of builds off of this because, you know, with layoffs, there's like a phenomenon called like survivors' guilt. Yeah. You know, people who don't get laid off, they're still at the organization. There's some guilt. They might not know how to, you know, kind of navigate that in between time. And then there's also the increase in workload because quite often when a layoff happens, it doesn't mean that the workload goes down. No. There's still expectations to get all that shit done.
1: Yeah. If you're left, you're now all of a sudden doing three people's job. And I know the company thinks that, well, you should have been doing that all along anyway, <laughs> like we just hired too many people and made your life too easy, but no,
0: yeah, no it's, no it's always a bit of you know extra work. and that can lead to burnout, and that's what I'm seeing a lot about and you know, I coach leaders, and there is a lot of burnout going on right now. We've both had burnout,
1: yeah, I have a personal journey with actually like clinical burnout and you know, I can still say like, I still am not fully recovered. Like it can take, if you don't watch yourself, it can really take a toll on your body. And, you know, you can end up with like months and years of recovery if you don't take care of yourself enough before you hit that wall. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think that, you know, I was actually talking to my therapist and being like, oh yeah, no, things are better now. And, you know, I'm getting really busy and, you know, it's starting to get a little bit like stressful, but it's good stress because, you know, I'm loving what I do for a living. I love all these projects that I get to be creative of. And she said to me, she's like, you know, Kels, you probably haven't actually healed from the burnout, even though you've been out of that full-time corporate role for two years, almost you still have the tendency to burn out. And, you know, folks with ADHD, which I think we've said that before, but we both, you know, have that tend to burn out a little bit faster because of the overwhelm. And if you burn out too often, you can actually like move into chronic burnout, which just means that it's going to happen quicker. And you really have to be aware of what your body and your mind is telling you. So Yeah. And the
1: other thing with chronic burnout is that it can, even if you're no longer stressed or in like a constant stressful environment, your body still continues to treat you like it is. And so when you get to like the point of chronic burnout, chronic stress, even when you are like chill, (laughs) your body does not think you're chill. It's like constantly reacting as if you're not chill. And if you still have the stress around the corner, at least that's how my doctors have described it to me. So it's like, you know, the unwinding of that is really hard because now your body's programmed a certain way for you to have the stress response and not necessarily outwardly or like externally, but like your internal working. So it can have like such devastating effects on You know, things like cortisol levels and just even like inflammation, immunity, all the things. I'm not going to get into like a medical situation here, but that's at least been my experience.
0: Yeah. And I think that, you know, we'll probably do a whole episode just on burnout. It's something that I've been kind of really diving into because of my own experience and because of the way that I support the folks that I work with. But You know, I think that there's some things to pay attention to right now, as it is something that's very common right now. And really, what to look for to identify if this is a risk, you know, if you're starting to feel burned out, and then what you can do about it. And like I said, we'll go into it a lot longer in another episode, but a couple of things that kind of come to mind if you feel like burnout is coming, so you constantly feel like you can't get ahead. You're starting to feel run down, and you aren't taking care of yourself. A lot of times, sleep. I see people sleep.
1: sleep's a big one. Sleep, yes, it impacts your sleep.
0: Yeah, if you
1: get like go into like hyper mode at nighttime when you should be getting ready for sleep time, like those are all those are all signs.
0: Yes. Yeah. Sleep. If you feel like you can't get ahead, other things that might happen is you'll get physically sick. And it's hard because it's cold and flu season, but you will get actual physical sick. Sometimes people get ulcers, those types of things. Or cold sores, recurring cold sores constantly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And I think the the big thing that you can kind of do is if you can identify it, you can ask for help.
1: Yeah. And, you know, a medical doctor is a great place to start, but Don't discount what a therapist and a naturopath and a functional medicine doctor and like Chinese medicine and like your shaman and like any, you know, whatever your culture or whatever your situation, you know, don't discount some of the other holistic approaches. But definitely, you know, starting with your medical doctor is probably a good place to start.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because they can keep an eye on some of those physical things and, you know, at the same time just be aware that something's coming. They might have some advice for you, but I totally agree with what you said. I personally have my medical doctor. I have a mental health coach. I have a therapist and I have a naturopath and they each serve a little bit of a different function for me. And I don't see them like all the time, every day or every week or anything like that. They come in and out at different times because I realized that some of these things also seem unattainable. It's not cheap. And so, you know, depending if you're in Canada or the U.S., some things are covered. Some things might be covered under your extended medical benefits through your company. And if you are working or have a benefits program, sometimes you might have an employee's assistant program. And they actually have different types of services. Everyone that I've looked at, both Canadian and U.S., that might be able to help you out through some of these challenges. Yeah.
1: You know, I can't stress enough how taking a like multi pronged approach can be so helpful because there's the mental load, there's the physical load, there's the emotional load, you know, with all of that comes, you know, feelings of like inadequacy. You know, you're trying to get ahead, but you can't get ahead or, you know, you're sleep deprived, but you're so tired also. And, you know, so it can be really confusing on your body. And when you start, you know, it can be very easy to just discount those and just be, Oh, I'm just a little like worn out. I'm just a little overworked. It'll get better. It'll get better. And you know, along with that comes, you know, some other practices that isn't always easy for people, you know, around boundary setting and having setting boundaries within your work, setting boundaries like within, you know, at home and what you can do, what you can't do. But if things are starting to get a little crazy for you, that's a good time to just, you know, take a moment, think about what you can do to avoid getting to full-on burnout mode. And take care of yourself. I also have like a huge team of people that, like you said, you know, we've got the doctors, we've got the therapists, I've got a manifestation coach who I love, <laughs> yeah. and you know, multiple naturopaths and a functional medicine doctor, and you know, even like a massage therapist. You know, I have somebody that I see, and I I see these people on on a weekly basis sometimes. But that's my personal situation, and I'm so fortunate and privileged to be able, you know, to really go full on, all out onto my like recovery journey here, which is not exclusively tied to burnout, but it's a big, big portion of it. My brain was really, was really mushed there for a while. And it was hard to say those like initial few months was really rough.
0: You can't see me. Well, you might be able to see me if you watch a video of us right now, but I have a big grin because Inga's like my try guy. Like, if there's like a, a form of like self care, beauty care, like all the cares for your body and mind,
1: she's probably trying I'm in it. it. I'm in it. I'm doing yeah. it. I'm done. I'm like I'm open. I'll try anything. Yeah. I am on such a mission to, you know, like live my best, like unrestricted life here, and just like coming back from you know, the corporate grind, you always see it, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. you don't necessarily until it, like you're forced to see it when you're already at like crash and burn. Um, but yeah, I'm trying all the things I'm doing all the things I'm like, I just, I need to, you know, when I was so burnt out and like, so stressed out my skin and my rosacea was really like flared up and, you know, so that was like in my gut, you know, everything sort of, comes from the gut. It's like your like gut brain connection, gut skin connection, gut everything. And it's like, well, I need to like get my skin under control. More importantly, I need to get my brain back. And so that has been a journey and a half, but you can get into that in a different time maybe, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all the things I'm doing and trying and, and again, I'm, you know, fortunate that I can, I have the time now to do that and the resources to do that. But if it's out there, I'm trying it. I'm doing it. Yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you if it's good or not. Yeah. Most of it is good. There are some things that are like kind of not, but yeah, (laughs) I've tried some things. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if this is doing anything for me. And there are some things that I love that I'm like, this is definitely placebo effect, but you know what, if it works, it doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: (laughs) like, if I feel better after this, I'm doing it. (laughs) Yeah. We're kind of like on opposite spectrums at time. I really get into like researching it. I'm like, ah, I'm fine. Ah, I'm fine. And it gets like, ah, I might be dying. Super impulsive. You might be dying. I'm
1: like, ah, I definitely have a brain tumor. I'm going to go figure that out.
0: Yeah, (laughs) for sure.
1: And it's like not a brain tumor, but it's like, ah, you do have some things. It's like not
0: that thing, but it's some other things. So like, let's fix that. Yeah. (laughs) Get your hormones figured out, girl. (laughs) Yes, yes. And I think, you know, like, there's a lot of ways to approach it. And I love, you know, looking at different ways. It's not just one thing is going to fix things if you're in a state of burnout. But, you know, at the bare minimum, try to get access to some mental health support. If you are working and have benefits, you will have some free mental health support through your employee assistance program, or what you can get covered through your Regular or extended benefits, see a doctor. And I actually have a couple of resources because you know what? Like there's a lot of great resources that you can access, even just to educate yourself. And one that really, really worked for me and I still talk about all the time is a book. And, you know, if you're not into reading or have a hard time getting through a whole book, they've also done incredible podcast episodes on different podcasts, as well as YouTube videos, TED Talks. And so the book that I'm talking about is called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. And it's by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. And they also just like within the last month or so came out with a workbook. So I've ordered that. I haven't received it yet, but literally just came out this month. But it's activities to unlock the stress cycle. And they really talk about how you have to complete your stress cycle in order to be able to move past it. And I think that when you're in burnout and such a high level of stress, you actually end up not ever getting rid of that energy out of your body.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So
1: that's hard. I also have a resource recommendation and like you can laugh because I know we've talked about this. I've talked about this way too much. (laughs) Let me
0: guess. TikTok.
1: (laughs) No. Well, okay. I, well, yes. TikTok is definitely, Dr. TikTok and Dr. Google are like my best friend and my worst enemy at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You, there's like so much, you know, you get on ADHD talk or burnout talk or like it's, it's a rabbit hole. Um, I love it, but yes to that. And, you have to watch this
0: show on Netflix called Stutz. Oh, yes. Yeah. Stutz was amazing.
1: Oh, I just like I'm upset. I watched it three times, like two times in 24 hours, because the first time I was just like so taken in. It's also so endearing and just like such a cute like watch. It's Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill's documentary that he made about his therapist who. Has obviously like done a lot for him and helped him through some really difficult stages in his life. And he, this man had like such a Phil Stutz, was, like such a profound impact on him in his life that he wanted more people to have access to some of these tools that Phil Stutz taught him. And so he made a documentary to first of all honor this relationship and this like love for his therapist, and then secondly to be able to put out you know widely spread these tools and ideas that Stutz uses in his therapy. So it's basically like getting free therapy. And there's nothing that I would say like revolutionary in there, but just the way that it was delivered and the way like it just made me think differently about some of the same things that I had been thinking about or that bothered me or that I was like trying to sort of work through. It just had like such a profound impact on me. And um, I watched it and just like took it in. And as I was watching, I'm like, man, I want like feel like I want to make notes. So I decided to just like watch it fully. And then the next day, like 14 hours later, I watched it again and I like made some notes and then I wanted to get back to it, you know, and then like a a week or two later, I watched it again. And it was just, you know, it also was very validating. There are a lot of things that when you're dealing with, whether it's with burnout or, you know, some other things in your life, you can sometimes feel like, okay, but I, like I took care of that. Like, why is this, you know, coming up again? Or, you know, I felt like I, you know, I like really solved this burnout thing, but really it's constant work. You're not often going to get a lot of finality with like some of these things that you're struggling with. So there's just like so many ideas. So that's my plug. And my resource is go watch stuts. It's like, you know, you're going to get so many tools in there f- for helping you, you know, whether it's burnout or some other things as it relates to your personal life or employment or just like being a healthy human. It was profound for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, Phil Stutz also has a book called The Tools. So that kind of goes into a little bit more detail if you like what you see in that documentary, but it was fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. And he's like such a sweet and they are hilarious to me. Yeah. Also. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Quit dumping your shit on me. I've said that phrase like to my therapist now, like every week since I watched that. And it's like a joke between us now. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this person just like, it's like always dumping their shit on me. I'm like, I don't have capacity for that. Yeah. So I like I use phrases from there all the time and I love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that's a little bit of a catch up. I mean, I think that, you know, we talked about a couple of things that were on our mind. It's so great to be back. It was also important to take the break as we needed to avoid burnout. Yeah. And we needed to kind of take care of ourselves, um, through some both, you know, physical and mental health pieces and take a break to enjoy life and all that kind of stuff. But I am so happy to be back.
1: Yeah, me too. I, uh, unfortunately spent some time in the hospital and, you know, had some health things come up and still sort of recovering from that. But I'm really sort of ready to start diving into some of these fun conversations and start thinking about how we can serve you guys better and more and um, what we can bring to the table. So we're excited about that.
0: And I think I'll share a couple of those topics that I have. We've got kind of like the research going and we're going to be for sure covering over the next few episodes. So we started a conversation on remote versus office working. So all those hybrid situations and stuff that's going on. We want to talk about both the world's best bosses. That's a little nod to The Office, Michael Scott, world's best boss, Um, but talk about like really great bosses for real, Um, but also talk about what makes a bad boss, because there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stories of how do you deal with a boss who's just not that good, because unfortunately it happens. Yeah, I feel like I could talk a lot about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Got a full episode on burnout in the works, Um, onboarding, what to do on your first job, And a whole bunch more. So we're gonna like start getting into those. That's just a little sneak peek of what we're gonna be working on over the next couple months.
1: Yeah, and as always, you know, a lot of our content should be informed by you, our listeners. So if there's something that you're dying to know or that you want to request an episode on, we're still like in the like new phase where we can really tailor things like you know so if we would love to hear from you and if there's something that you have questions like we'd love to take some questions and if you want to tell your story we'd love to hear from you and if there are topics that you think are super relevant and can help our other listeners like let's do it so reach out
0: yeah you can reach out to us through any social make sure you subscribe it really helps us out yes um, as we're leaning back in (laughs) yeah Um, go check the show notes. you know check our podcast
1: show we have some information there that you can on how to find us yeah
0: and in the meantime be a leaner not a